Hello, everyone, and welcome to Under the Skin with Russell Brand. I am, of course, your host, Russell Brand. No, I'm I'm Elliot. You know me. Uh, here with my co-host Skyler, as usual. Hello. There he is. See, I I, I waited. He didn't. Uh, he waited for me to finish my intro instead of jumping in like I usually do. So. Well, you know, good on I you. I mean, that's you know, just part of the. Part of the process. Yeah. Part of the artistic process of creating a beautiful thing. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. By all definitions, that that's what this podcast is. Is a is a true work of art. Well, we got a really Uh, special uh, episode for you guys here today because we're gonna do something that nobody else has ever done before. And that's a true crime podcast a true crime we're gonna we're gonna talk about true crime we're gonna talk about real real nitty-gritty crime Mm, just that down dirty crime totally unique topic not an oversaturated market at all no i don't i don't think there's enough (laughs) yeah no i personally don't think there's enough true crime podcasts out there i mean i think there needs to be at least one more it's an N plus one yeah. kind of thing. There's, you know, mm, a number yeah. of true crime prod- podcasts and we just one more. It's... Just one more. Just another one. But we're going to be had different. This... Yeah. I had this realization the other day when I was just thinking about stuff like true crime for women is like, I don't know, like a medieval fantasy for <laughs> dudes. It's kind of how I think of it at least in my own like when like when i'm consuming a bunch of like fantasy novels and television shows and you know music sometimes sure i get i get to thinking that like you know women do this but with true crime stuff oh absolutely i mean uh yeah, I mean, mainly women. I mean, in my experience, it's always been women that are really super, super into that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I don't mean to overgeneralize all women everywhere, but 100% of the people that I know who were obsessed, quote-unquote obsessed, with serial killers were women, so... Sure, I mean, nothing wrong with, uh, you know... um. I want to say idolize, but they don't really idolize them. They just enjoy the story, I guess. I mean, I guess it's no different than, like, reading a a penny novel about that kind of stuff. But it's more modern nowadays to just watch, like, whatever cable channel plays that schlock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, the whole obsession with, like... Charlie Manson and Jeffrey Dahmer, I think, is one of them. Yeah. Homie, you know, B- BTK was a dude. Yeah, BTK, Bind, yeah. yeah. He's a bind, torture, kill. Except Bind, he was yeah, dumb. That's... He was dumb about it. He was like, <laughs> I think, like, he got caught because he, like, sent a, a floppy disk or something to the police or to like the detectives and because you know like serial killers they get off on having like you know they like the theatrics of it and so yeah. he like sent a floppy disk or <clears throat> something to them and but like at first he sent a letter and he was like you can't trace me through this can you and he ended up like writing it on his church's computer and saving it to a floppy or something like that oh. and sent and they and, you know the police were like no no we can't you know we have no idea what that's all about it's newfangled technology <laughs> and that's how they got him is <laughs> you know because he was just stupid jeez just didn't just didn't understand the technology of the time no like wow yeah, they were, Floppy like, able discs. to figure out that he, like, wrote the letter at his church or something like that. It's pretty stupid. Jeez. That's so weird. Uh, I don't understand it. Like, the... I mean, I kind of understand, like, the lore aspect of it, you know? That's why that's why I'm so deep into, like, fantasy nonsense is because there's a whole story to be told. 
And I mean, it's it's probably the same thing. It's just like they're real life people who existed and did these like terrible, terrible things. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't get me wet, so to speak. It's it's like murder uh, porn. Yeah, gratuitous murder yeah. porn. Yeah, I'm personally I'm not a fan. You know, good on you if you're if you're into it if you're down with the makings of murderers and whatnot but uh it's a it's a pass from me you know what i'm saying i do know what you were saying yeah i don't <laughs> i don't know how we started off on that rant but uh, because now we're uh we're officially a true crime podcast oh that's right midwest yeah. scumbag or uh whatever it was like the russell crow show i forget what you led with tonight russell brand under the skin oh under russell the skin brand, okay which is not a true crime podcast that's a it's actually like a pretty legit one but uh i tried listening to it because i i dig him you know but uh his podcast is hidden behind like a paywall oh. and he puts out like 10 minute little uh snippets of conversations that he has with people and like it's cool but you know i'd rather listen to the whole form of it but i also don't want to pay because i'm one of those people so yeah why <laughs> pay for it when know. someone's just gonna upload it on youtube later yeah yeah exactly so whatever but we're <laughs> but we're a true crime podcast now <laughs> And, it, and in the spirit of true crime, I have to uh, I have to start out with an apology for my listeners. I went back and listened to that last episode, and we were talking about RuneScape, and I made the whole joke about wearing a plate skirt and taking off my helmet, and like I realized listening back to it that it was not an original joke at all. Like I definitely one hundred percent stole that from somebody. I just can't remember who. <laughs> I mean, so... it's like, it's something everybody, I think everybody kind of, well, not everybody, but it was just sort of a meme even back in the day to, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah, that's, that's you fair, know, it's, it's not a girl you're talking to, it's some 40 year old man. Yeah. That just, yeah, I get, a, I get a quick you. buck or 10K or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have to apologize for stealing that joke. Because you know, whatever. Um, it's a very old joke. It it probably is. It's probably really old and can't be traced back to anybody. Not but any maybe one person. I don't think yeah. so. Not any one person. I feel like it's an exp it's something that if you played RuneScape as a young adult, it's something you would have experienced. Just you yeah. know. You get this That's this cute little little hottie in a in a Sarah Dahman <laughs> plate skirt coming up to you, and she's like, "Oh, daddy, I need ten k, please." And you're like, "I will oblige." You know, I just spent the last five days killing chickens for feathers, but by all means, take my money, lady. God damn! What was the feather farming? That was for like fishing, right? Yeah, fly fishing, which was Jeez. like the meta fishing i mean it still is for free to play wow other than lobsters i think but i don't know i mean mm. i haven't really touched it in a while well that's why because i fucking hate playing fishing you know just like fishing always shows up in like every game that i play and i'm just like Ugh. yeah it's not <sighs> something i go out of my way to do yeah. I even hated it back when I was a kid, like, uh, thinking back to, like, Ocarina of Time, there was this whole fishing minigame you could do, and I hated it. Man. Never been about it, and then you're right, it is in, like, every single game nowadays, yeah. I mean. For, for a long time, I only saw it in, like, JRPGs, so I was like, okay, I mean, that makes sense, Japan is an island nation, they're fishing all the time, it would be a big part of their culture you know so it's always included in their games but it's been you know it's been added into a lot of like non weeb games nowadays and it's just like guys which it makes sense you it. know i mean america we love our fishing yeah, we do love our fishing <laughs> fishing and hunting gone fishing ma comes to look for me but the japanese did out. it first you know yeah 
Yeah. They certainly did. So good for them. Yeah, good for them. Fucking fishing. I don't even like IRL fishing, bro. Fish, like, real, like, live, scaly fish. I just don't, eh. I don't like touching them. I feel real. I used to feel really bad about, like, the hooks that they'd bite into. Because I was like, man, that must hurt. That must, that must suck. You're just trying to eat some food, you know? What if, like... I guess they did it in Spongebob with the hooks and stuff, oh, yeah. but if you're just sitting at like a, at a McDonald's restaurant, you bite into a cheeseburger and there's like a hook with a line going up to the heavens, you know, and you just get dragged away, never to see your family or friends ever again, all because, you know, you just wanted to eat some food. So I always felt bad for the fish. I got a hook stuck to, stuck in my eyebrow when I was a young child. It's a very core what? memory. Of my, yeah. I was taken out fishing and uh like I you know I had the rod and I like did the whole thing of casting it out, but I pulled it back at the wrong angle and it got like stuck in my eyebrow. So like Oh <laughs> that kinda man. turned me off to fishing. <laughs> yeah. I mean I was like four or five, so <laughs> It you know it just kind of stuck with me forever. I, you know I don't I, I understand why you know like fishing is a necessity as long as you oh, don't yeah, overfish sure. and you're like you know conscious about it. Mm-hmm. But as for just like recreational or going out with the boys and sitting on the lake and fishing, that's just never been my thing. Yeah, like I liked sitting on the boat and enjoying the the nature. Oh yeah, that's fun. Get a fucking whatnot. twelve pack. 30 pack or whatever and go out on a boat get super drunk but i could do that without the fishing and just enjoy Mm. nature and absorb it yeah like i'd go out there with you know a can of worms and just throw them in the no never mind i was gonna say i felt bad for the worms too like putting them on the hook you have to like skewer them and stuff and i was just like god if they had mouths like they would be screaming but, you know, they're just little worms. And I, of course, in this huge human, the top of the food chain, I can't have any sympathy for literal bugs. A worm. No, yeah. God, no. Still, I did. it is a, like, <laughs> I, I definitely recommend if you're going to fish to, like, get your own worms instead of uh, buy. I mean, it's easier to buy them at, like, a bait and tackle shop. Mm-hmm. But, um. Uh, in my experience with my line of work, we have like a refrigerator that we hold worms in. And if like nobody buys worms for two weeks, they just turn into mush because they start eating them each other. Uh, 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 yeah, it's pretty terrible. Uh, it smells awful. Oh my God. <laughs> just for a little oh, nitty gritty into the industry. Like if you're and like, make sure you buy out those worms because they, they do not last long and they will turn into literal mush. And That's, smell really that, bad, and people will get uh, mad because no one thinks to check. Ugh, so yucky. Ugh, man. <laughs> now I feel bad for those worms that, you know, instead of going out and fulfilling their purpose of being fish food, they're just in a pile with a bunch of other worms that, you know, the new worms just start eating them. Pretty much. I mean, they run out of, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's they run out of like nutrients in the soil that they're packed with and they just start kind of eating each other (laughs) until there's (laughs) yeah like there's nothing left it's gross it's gross as hell man this is a true crime podcast (laughs) that's disgusting that is a crime man (laughs) fucking the worm industry it's all it's like all out of some company out of canada i believe Really? Well, at least wow. where we get ours, and I'm pretty sure most gas stations and shit will get theirs too. But mm. yeah, it's pretty gross. Can- Canadian worms. Canadian worms are cannibals. They're just try. I don't. I don't know how they're different from American worms. Probably not much. Probably not much. They all come out after a hard rain. It's a yeah. lot easier to just go catch your own. Maybe not easier, yeah. but more uh, economical. Mm-hmm. Or ecologically. Oh, you said they come out. Yeah, dude. It reminds me of uh, when I was in 
elementary slash middle school. I want to say fifth grade. Um, it was like I had PE real early in the morning, and then it would like rain. But then the we would all stand in like lines or whatever in our spots on the like outside basketball court. So it was just you know like a hunk of cement or whatever. But when it rained in the morning, all of the little like wormies and stuff would climb out of it and then they would just die on the concrete and there would just be a ton of dead worms all around. And I was like, dude, I'm not sitting down in this. This is gross. That's gross. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a hard life. It's a hard life for a worm. Yeah, it is. But, you know, the plus side is that, like, their brains are so tiny, they don't even really comprehend anything besides their... Yeah, I don't think they can feel pain or anything like that. At least not like we feel pain, but... I hope not, because I've I've watched a handful of worms getting skewered on a hook, and a, and I felt real bad, and they would squirm around like they were in pain, and I was like, ugh. Mm. At the same time, fish are delicious, so. Yeah, exactly. Fair trade. I'm I'm a hypocrite because I fucking love eating fish. Oh, yeah. I just don't. I don't like live fish touching them. They're ugh. Uh, yeah, give me some sashimi, some fucking sushi. Oh, yeah, boy. Mm, 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 mm. Eat that all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, because because you're a rich man. That's right. <laughs> That's all I eat is <laughs> I drink white white wine and I eat shrimp. That's all I do. Shrimp, shrimp, white wine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. Well, I guess to get it out of the way, uh, this is our 10th episode. Oh, that's right. Yep. We uh, made it through 10 episodes. I mean, not, I mean, maybe not 10 weeks consecutively, but, you know, we did it. Nah. We did a thing. There was there was a lost episode in there, but we still have, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was. Enough. <laughs> We have enough of a podcast to where somebody who works an eight-hour shift could put us on and just listen to our voices the entire work shift, you know? And I think that's I think that's commendable. I do, too. If I'm going to toot my own horn. <laughs> that's why I'm going to drink this beer. Oh-ho-ho. And, uh... Celebration. And celebrate. Straight up celly, bro. I had uh, I had a couple shots of whiskey beforehand, so you know, um, good stuff, good stuff. Episode ten, everybody. Um, so we kind of had a little conversation earlier. We were talking about uh, well, you've been you've been playing Binding of Isaac recently, right? Yes nice like the there was a a new expansion for it or a, yeah it was like it's supposed to be the final expansion oh of so repentance like ma- yeah major update kind of thing very major it uh i mean it's kind of what i guess rebirth was to the original game it like kind of because there's Rebirth, Afterbirth, Afterbirth Plus, and then now this new one, Repentance, and it like kind of changed everything again. Bunch of new yeah. updates, bunch of new items, bunch of different like gameplay mechanics that kind of changed. I mm. mean, I'd played a lot of Afterbirth Plus coming from Rebirth on the like I played most of my Binding of Isaac on the 3DS. Funny yeah. enough, <laughs> and uh, you know that was um. It was very hard to go from that to Afterbirth Plus because so much shit changed. Yeah. And now with Repentance, it's kind of the same thing again. It's just a bunch of stuff. Stuff I was getting used to. You know, mechanics I was starting to learn have kind of changed. There's a bunch of new characters. Damn. It's, uh, I mean, it's completely, I mean, not completely different. Same game, same core mechanics. You know, you got four directions you can shoot in and a bunch of different items you can get and you're trying to get as mm-hmm. deep as you can into this the hellscape 
that Edmund yeah. McMullen has created. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's still fun. The gameplay loop is still very fun and addicting. I think. Oh, for sure. I played a handful of it on the 3DS, and it just like uh, it was the RNG. Just it just pisses me off, you know, with these random generation, procedural generation kind of stuff. Like, if you just don't get decent items, or like you get items that don't synergize very well, and then you're yeah. just, you're just fucked. Like, yeah. it would get it would get under my skin with Russell Brand, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> ha ha ha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I understand that. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a problem with modern day roguelites. Um, some do it better than others. I think Dead Cells really does it well, where you can kind of feel like you're doing well in any any run you're on, and not yeah, feel that's... too you know like you got fucked over because of RNG. You still can, of course, but it's not as bad yeah. as Isaac. Isaac is pretty bad sometimes. Yeah, that's at least in uh in Dead Cells most of the RNG is just like weapons, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to you just swap weapons around and then it's like you, you know, if you suck with swords but you find a hammer, you know, you can rock it with the hammer. It's it, I feel like there's more it's more skill based yeah. and the RNG is just like it's there but it's like you could totally ignore picking up other weapons and shit. It would, you know, it might just be a little bit harder or whatever. Um, yeah, I do enjoy some Dead Cells though. That's a pretty great game. Yeah, Dead Cells is pretty fun. I had a good time with that. I don't think I beat it, but I got pretty close before I kind of lost interest in it. Yeah, not for any reason other than I just have a, a very large library and oh yeah, I just fell Fuck. out of it. <laughs> Um, Gungeon is another one that's kind of like that. It's more skill based. Uh, I feel like that one you could compare it more to Isaac because Isaac is a bullet hell. But yeah, um, there's just a lot of <laughs> I feel like unfair mechanics at points in Isaac. Whereas with Gungeon, there are some fucking bullshit moments, but a lot of times it's a skill thing where uh -huh. you will take a hit or take damage you know a lot of these games they have characters that will you know it's like you get used to the the gameplay loop like you have a couple hearts you can take like five or six hits with them but then you'll unlock a character and like their whole mechanic is that you shouldn't get hit mm. and isaac does that as well except there are just some bullshit rooms where you cannot avoid taking damage it's it's infuriating i mean it really is oh yeah that's why i never uh i think i've i beat it technically once like one time through but then it was like hey you beat it and unlocked this part of the map now beat it again <sighs> yeah. a bunch of times and i was just like well I just got super duper lucky the one time that i beat it and it i've never been able to replicate it since it's like 10 times worse now. It was like, God damn. You have to kill mom, and then once you kill mom like five times, it's like, oh, now you can go into the womb, and here's mom's heart. And then oh. you kill mom's heart like five or 10 times, and then it's like, well, now you can go to heaven or hell and fight Satan, or. Uh, yeah. But it goes even deeper than that now. It's like three or four layers deeper. Jesus Christ. And it. I mean, it, it kind of is up to RNG a lot of times, especially mm. if you're playing on the harder difficulties. God, harder difficulty. I think I, I think I only played it on like easy mode. Yeah. And even then, I still just could not. I couldn't do it. I couldn't beat it very often. It was just it made me super mad, and that's where like I really I try not to lose my temper too much you know i like to think i'm a pretty level-headed guy but when games fucking just get me heated mm -hmm. and i'm like man that was one of them that's one of them that just gets gets my blood boiling oh, i feel you saying. i know i know yeah. i've been experiencing it this past couple days or this past weeks so it's been <laughs> out. 
Like, I'll be playing it for an hour or two hours, and it's like, god damn, I haven't made any fucking progress at all. <laughs> like, none. Oof. I haven't unlocked anything new. And I'll just get god pissed damn. and quit. Because <laughs> I just can't, you know. <laughs> it's a skill issue, you know. Get get good. Just don't get hit. I... Yeah. I suppose, yeah. I'm really bad at bullet hells, too. I haven't played a whole lot of them. I think Gungeon was really my first one that was like an actual bullet hell where I had to memorize pattern. I mean, Isaac, too, to some extent, but I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like there was a lot more random, like, bullet patterns and stuff in that one than Gungeon, where Gungeon, like, the bosses, they all have, like, a set pattern. You know, they'll have, like, okay. three or four different moves, and they'll each, you know, they'll have, like, their whole screen takes up bullets and everything, and if you just dodge right, you can get through without Damn. getting hit. Yeah. Whereas Isaac, there's, you know, there's some bosses that are just pure bullshit and exist <laughs> for the big, you know, just to be a fucking a wall. Yeah. God, man. Wasn't that, uh, I remember at one point in Isaac, it was like, if you got through most of the game and then, like, you ended up getting, well, because even the bosses for some part of it was, like, RNG-based, because I remember there was, like, you know, it was, you could do whatever bosses on each level, there was, like, two or three that it would switch between, and towards the end, it was... <sighs> I want to say it was, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Satan, but it was like maybe Belphegor or something that shows up, and instead of uh, instead of the normal boss, it was like, well, now, you know, here's something that's even harder, that's just, it was just random, so it was like, I hope you had other random pickups that were great, because uh, this guy's gonna fucking roll you over, dude. Yeah, no, you're right to an extent there, it's, uh, I mean... The farther you go into the game, I mean, the more you, the better you do, the harder it gets, and the more bosses you'll unlock. And those, some of those yeah. bosses will just be shit. Like there's this one boss called the Bloat, mm. and he's pretty infamous in the community for being like a, a a run killer, just because if you don't have a good <laughs> setup, then you will die. Jesus. Kind of like the collector in Darkest Dungeon, that dude. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Definitely, just really hard for the sake of being hard, and yeah, kind of a DPS check just to make sure, you know, you're mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're all set up and good to go. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like you know, if you stack all of your, you go through the game stacking on like you know health or whatever, but not putting it not getting any like attack pickups yeah it's like well you're just kind of fucked so essentially yeah jeez <clears throat> which you know that's just the nature of roguelikes roguelites in general yeah. i mean roguelikes yeah. are a completely different monster those are just <laughs> I mean, those can be really unfair. Like, I think Isaac's <laughs> yeah, unfair. The... Those can be very unfair. Man. Yeah, we were talking about the the difference between roguelikes and roguelites. And... Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me find... Let me find where you defined it. Or if you just want to say it, I'm... Um, scrolling through a text chat. Roguelikes are... You start a character, and you play the game, and when you die, that's it. Your character's dead. You you know, the, mm. the progress you made is only on that character. So... Oh. So it's like legit permadeath. Yes, it's permanent death. Roguelites, yeah. on the other hand, there's some sort of meta progression. Like with Isaac, when you beat a boss mm. with a certain character, you'll unlock a new item... Or you make a, you know, uh, dead cells. You, I believe the mechanic was like you could buy new weapons or you unlock new weapons the farther you got. So you could do mm -hmm. different play styles and stuff. Yeah. With roguelikes, it's just 
you have that one character, that's it. Damn. When you die, you start over fresh completely. That's f hardcore. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't even know a game that would be an example of that. Uh, I mean, Caves of Cud, Dungeon Crawl Stone Soup, Rogue, of course, Dwarf Fortress is pretty much like that as well. Oh my god, that game. <laughs> it's just, you know... We have the one never, life, and that's oof. it. Man. I've never played Dwarf Fortress, but I watched you play it a little bit at one point, and it was all, like... <laughs> uh, like, it was all ASCII characters, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how that's a lot insane. of old roguelikes are. I mean, that was how Rogue was. It was an ASCII-based game. Oh. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> but, uh... Huh. Yeah, it's, um... I never got good at that. I, I, I didn't even know what I was doing when I played. I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, when I would watch you, I'd be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And you're just like, I, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening. The thing I like about roguelikes over roguelites a lot is a good example is a, good, a very good roguelite that you know is very new and probably a lot of people know it is Hades. Yeah. Amazing game. Absolutely fantastic. fantastic. But oh, yeah. the thing with Hades is that the story and the characters in it are all curated already. They're you know they're designed with an intent. You know, the, yeah. the you know, the story writers and whatever they, you know, they've been designed you know, as you progress you unlock more story that has already been created mm, with mm -hmm, roguelikes mm. you kind of have to make the story up on your own oh okay so it's like with hades you start as the son of hades and you have to work your way through uh the underworld and talk with all the uh, you know all the olympian gods and everything mm -hmm. and you work through that story up until you know the finale and everything with a roguelike, it's like you make a character, you name it, you build it. Think kind of like D&D. &D. Mm. And then you go through and because of how RNG works, you'll have a different story every time. Oh. Huh. So it, there's, it gives you a chance to really like RP. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, I mean, obviously you have to learn the mechanics of the game and all that mm. stuff, and it's a lot harder to do that with a game like roguelikes, regular roguelikes, than it is for Hades, where your character's pre-built and, you know, the story is already set. It's like a DM already has the story built for you, whereas with a roguelike, oh, you're the DM and you're taking the character through the story. Oh man! If I if that's okay. probably the best way I could really explain it, that's how I see it. You know, I've played a couple of yeah. roguelikes. Some of them I've got really into. You know, like Dungeon Crawl Stone Soup is probably one of the better ones. It's free, mm. um, but I mean, you know, has a lot of deep mechanics and stuff. But you know, for an example, it's like uh, you know. Um, one of the uh, races, if you play as a giant, they can eat rings, and they can take the enchantment of the ring when they eat them. Whoa. So, and I mean, you know, if you, if you were to play as a human and, like, use a scroll of mind control on a giant, you could make that giant eat rings, and then maybe if you get lucky, you get a ring of levitation, and then you get a giant that can fly, and you can ride the giant as a mount. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it's what? just like, <laughs> it just opens up a lot of different pathways to tell a story. Man. If you look at it that way. If, I mean, you can also yeah. just look at it from a purely mechanical perspective. Man. That's, that's interesting. I, you know, I didn't really, I, I didn't really know the difference between rogue likes and rogue lights and 
the one like uh article that i read that tried to explain it did not like it didn't explain it i was <laughs> it was like rogue likes are games that are like the game rogue and i was like okay that's cool because i've never fucking played that <laughs> yeah. i'm supposed to <laughs> like great great explanation article writer i mean it's true but i mean you can't you know you gotta know what rogue is before you can know what a you know yeah. i mean it's literally the namesake of the genre yeah and i and i don't know it you know but it was like one I of the first it was a what is it called a mud a multi-user dungeon oh. that was done on like dos maybe even before dos but jesus it's like been around since the 80s at least oh back when like yeah like uh the at the dawn of multiplayer games i don't think it was multiplayer it was just it oh. it was randomly generated procedurally generated and that was what made it so unique was you know every every playthrough was mostly different you know within the constraints of the technology of the time i mean obviously Mm. you would pick up on mechanics and stuff and it would kind of be similar but you wouldn't have the same exact playthrough every time that was the difference and that was kind of where you know that's where rogue lights are you know, they take up that mantle. It's, you know, you never really have the same playthrough, but you pick up on the mechanics enough that you kind of can. Yeah. Like Hades, yeah. of course, you can pick, you know, you eventually will learn what all the boons do and how they synergize. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of have a... But you won't get the same exact rooms. You won't get... You do get the same exact bosses every time, so that's a little different, but... You don't yeah. get the same boons every time. You don't get the same hammers every time. You Sometimes you run into those random events and stuff. So that's kind of where it gets its its roots. Yeah. Just super good. I haven't, uh, I haven't beat Hades yet. Bro. Um, I know. I got to the... Well, I got to the final boss fight. It's just like... That second to last boss fight fucked me up, man. Fucking uh, Perseus and Asterius. Oh yeah, that like, boss fight sucks. It really does. It's hard. That's all. I, I think that's I, harder than obviously. than the big man himself and the yeah. redacted. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, I mean, I got up to him and then I like started the fight, but that yeah, but that last boss fight had me fucked up, so I had little health didn't have any more death defiances like it doesn't so it help like, the whole okay. satyr level just sucks dude yeah especially if yeah. you get bad rng and you have to go through all five rooms mm-hmm. or all God not damn. rooms but like they're all the corridors that lead to a room if you because <laughs> you can you can get fucked on that and like not get it until the last sometimes you'll get it on the first one sometimes you'll get it on the fifth it's just yeah, and then they give you that final little uh, Chiron shop that it's like, hey, look look at all these things that you can buy. And it's tempting to go and hit all the rooms, but it's like, you know, if, if you do that, you're going to set yourself back a little bit. Yeah, unless you've got a unless, really OP run. Yeah, or if you're, like, really good at the game. And I'm obviously not. For <laughs> for anyone listening, I would I would say I'm probably average to below average tier good at games i'm not a i'm not (laughs) i'm not as great as i think i am that's for sure so i'm okay at some games but others i'm not i'm not good at fps's but games like hades yeah i'm pretty good at i mean i beat hades i got like the credits the final credits shit that's that (laughs) That's embarrassing because, like, I I bought you Hades after, like, I had <laughs> I <know>. already put, <laughs> I've already put like a dozen or so hours into it, and I was like, oh, Skyler would like this, and then <laughs> then you fucking beat it, and I, you know, I was disheartened. I think I, I got it in like in a while. fifty runs. Was god damn really? And I yeah, and that Ugh. was like the final fight. You know, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's a lot yeah. to that game. There is a lot to it. More than you probably think. It's a good game, yeah. though. It's a very good game. It 
super good. I need to play it some more. I've been I've been fucking around with other ones like a uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, very almost very similar to Hades. Yeah, that you one's know. pretty fun. It's pretty good. I I dig it. It adds in that like stress mechanic, which is super cool, or the corruption, the corruption mechanic, or which, curse or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, works like uh, kind of works like uh, high risk stress and high risk high darkest reward dungeon. Is what I yeah you for know. sure. And then it's yeah, it's a matter of like uh, managing your curse level as you go through and mitigating it with you know picking weapons to remove curse on kills and you know balancing that between doing enough damage and all the bosses have their own kind of thing it's super fun i really like it yeah that one was pretty good that's a good roguelite i'd say um yeah trying to think of another one uh what's the name of this one it's kind of like gta almost uh gosh i wish i could remember the name of it hmm a GTA like like almost classic GTA. Uh, oh, sort of a top down kind of thing. Yeah, and it's pixelated. Um, huh. Um, Streets of Rogue. Uh, ho, ho, Streets okay. of Rogue is what it's nice. called, and it's basically you have like, a, you know, it's a procedurally procedurally generated map every time but you have like missions that you have to go do and you pick like a class like you can be a soldier or a police officer or a bum and they all have what? like little quirks and stuff that they have like some people are more charismatic and can talk people like down out of like stressful situations some people are more stealthy it's pretty huh. fun it's uh i had a lot of fun with it i didn't get very far in it because it's kind of hard <laughs> But I, I really yeah. liked it. That sounds cool. I'm totally on board for any game that lets you play as a homeless person. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty fun. I, I, I would recommend it if you're into that kind of thing. Man. What was it called? Streets Streets of Rogue? Streets of Rogue. It was on Game Pass to... for a while. I don't know if it still is, but... Mm. Speaking of Game Pass, bro, you know what I found out today? Um, so I, I switched over, uh, my streaming stuff to, uh, Streamlabs OBS or whatever, instead of Twitch Studio. Yep. So, I'm on OBS, I, I had a fuck up, I real uh, my webcam decides to stop working if I plug in my, uh, controller to play Steam games. That was one thing. Anyway, the other, the other thing I found out is that it won't fucking pick up uh it won't pick up game pass games really yeah like i because i i downloaded uh resident evil 7 because i i mean i downloaded it in october and i was gonna play it and i was like people want to you know people want to see me freak out because i'm a little bitch and i was like okay finally you know i loaded it up today and i was like i'm gonna fucking play it i'm gonna stream it because i haven't been streaming enough and uh, OBS was just not finding it. It was huh. super annoying. So, and I haven't—I mean, I haven't tried any other Game Pass games with it yet. Uh, I was able to stream Prey with uh, Twitch Studio, hmm. but yeah, I don't know what's up. I, I probably just have to tinker with the settings or something. Yeah, it's... probably some trouble. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure actually Xbox likes it when people do that. <laughs> Man, Microsoft, you know. Because it's like, yeah. oh hey, check out you know the streamer, he's playing whatever on Xbox Game Pass only on Microsoft systems and <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, Microsoft, TM, Game Pass, TM. Yeah. So yeah, I figure that fucking shit. I was dealing with that earlier. And yeah, computers suck up, like that. Yeah, I was upset. I was like, man, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna suck it up. Like, actually, uh, grow a pair of balls and play a spooky game, and then I know I would have watched that shit. Have yeah, have a second pair of balls because I'm playing it online where anybody can watch my facial reactions and how much I freak out because yeah. I'm, fucking bitch it's a spooky game but, you know yeah it's uh, <laughs> that's what i've heard is that it's actually pretty spooky 
pretty scary. So, yeah. So we'll see. That's coming soon, everybody. Twitch.tv slash Elzoth. Check it out. Um. <laughs> Definitely check them out. That's my plug. Um, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just talked about roguelites and roguelites for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's a good... It's, it's a good topic. I mean, I've I really enjoy that genre of game. I just wish I was better at them. It's good know? to kind of clear the air about them a bit, because um, mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, you know, I played a lot of them. I don't feel like I'm an expert by any means, but I do know the difference, and I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't know. Yeah, it's just what the difference was... is between them. Mm-hmm. I was in that category until uh, today, so. Well, I'll, uh, you know, I'll send you some links to some, uh, like I said, yeah, Dungeon Crawl one... Stone Soup is really good. That was where I got, that's like where I started with them. Yeah, I remember, I know that name because I feel like I've seen you play it and I... I'm pretty sure I, I did, I, I yeah. Myself. But I've, I've definitely heard of that, so... And then I've told you about cool. Caves of Cud. The... You probably have, I th- and I, th- I forgot. <laughs> I think the the story that I had from that one was like I started a character, and then I ended up picking up this item that uh, cloned me, but my clone was an evil version of me with another head, and like he was in a different dimension, so what? he could only pop into the dimension I was in like every once. So it'd be like I'd be playing, you know, I'd be going through and doing my shit, then all of a sudden, randomly this evil clone of me from another dimension would show up and he would try to kill me to take my place. (laughs) But I ended up like mind swapping with him at one point because he was a lot more powerful than me. So I mind swapped with him and then I killed my old body and I took his body as my new body. (laughs) (laughs) That game is pretty fucking crazy. That game is nuts. That is wild. Holy shit. Uh, you became your own evil clone? I mean, I mean, the evil clone became me, and then I killed me. <laughs> it took his body because he had better shit and was more powerful. Wow, what the hell? Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and of course, this is all done in, like, it's not ASCII, but they're, like, tiles, so... It's it oh, sounds okay. really cool when you explain it, but it's kind of the same way D and D is when you like explain it to somebody, but then when they play it, it's like, oh, I'm I don't get to see any of this stuff. It's just a story it's more, being told. Yeah, you have to you have to use your imagination a little bit. Yes, very much. That's that's awesome. I really like that actually, because um, I've been as I've been working on my writing projects, I've realized like. Uh, like I don't, you know, I don't write long form very well or very often or anything, you know, uh-huh. specialize in poetry. But, uh, so, you know, as I'm writing down this story, I'm trying to get it out of my head. And, you know, as you're, as I'm writing it, I'm like kind of watching it kind of like a movie. So then I, you know, I write down kind of what's happening at a specific pace and then when I take a break from it and, like, read other fantasy writing, shout out to R.A. Salvatore, I fucking love his books, but, like, I, I, you know, I read through it and then I, I'm remembering, like, oh, this is a book, dude. I don't have to, <laughs> like, keep up a breakneck pace of this is what's happening exactly when, you know, physically, like, you can stop and take a paragraph or two to explain a thought process going through somebody's head in a split second, you know? Oh, sure. It's that, that kind of, it's, it, it's a, a different thing for me to wrap my head around, but it's like, oh, that's why novels are like the fucking top tier story medium. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you can take a page or two to, I mean, obviously with some liberties, if you can take a page or two to describe something very well, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be better than just saying, oh, I slashed him with a sword 
but if you can yeah go into some detail into how the fight went and all the little things going on in those seconds without taking too yeah. many liberties you know some mm-hmm. some authors will drone on and on about shit like it's kind of one of the issues i have with stephen king is sometimes there'll be these moments where there's like something will happen in a couple seconds but it'll take a page or two <laughs> for the yeah. person to think about what's going on and mm-hmm. you know and then really just dis- yeah like those deep heavy descriptions of the setting that's like you know it doesn't really come up later so oh yeah you know, or like a, another good example was like the great gatsby where he like describes everything in detail yes every oh, single object every single object in every room has to have mm-hmm. like a fucking paragraph dedicated to it because yeah. i assume <laughs> that guy just loves the sound of his own fucking voice <laughs> dude he must he must have man f scott fitzgerald homeboy I uh I should have read his other stuff, but I didn't. I think I have a copy of uh Tender is the Night, but I haven't, you know, I haven't read it. Like pretty much I I feel like everybody owns books, owns a shitload of books that they don't, you know, they haven't read oh, yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. I those do. Big uh yeah. I cashed in on those uh those library sales, man. We can go in and just like get a bag of books for 10 bucks i have i have this super old book that's like nerve control and how to gain it and it's it was written in like you know 37 or something it's very outdated but it's you know it's kind of fun i have a copy of gray's anatomy (laughs) yeah (laughs) that i display prominently on my shelf so people know that i'm smart (laughs) Mm, the one with uh sandra O, right yeah that's right <laughs> you have the novelization of the, the series the novel phrase anatomy yeah that's right <laughs> no gray's anatomy was named after the anatomy book right that's what that is yes it is man that's impressive i've never read it <laughs> no <laughs> i browsed through it a couple times of course or I'll look yeah. at it when I'm feeling, you know, you know, spurious, but Yeah. You look at yourself in the mirror naked and you're like, is this what a normal penis looks like? And then you have to go to the book and be like, Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is pretty average. I'd fuck me. <laughs> you tuck your dick between your legs and do a dance. Do a little dance, yep. That's right. That's just a Typical Thursday night, as they say. <laughs> Man. Went off on the whole thing, but... Good shit. That's, good, what, the, uh... that's what it's all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Episode mm-hmm. 10, baby. Episode 10, everybody. You wanted it, and we delivered. That's right, we did. And we didn't plan for it at all. No, we didn't. I wrote down... The only thing I wrote down in my notes for this episode this week was to apologize for that RuneScape joke that I stole. (laughs) That's that's all I had. (laughs) Well, that's okay. I'm sure all the people that play RuneScape that listen to this will forgive you. I hope so. That or they're like, you know, this fucking loser doesn't even play RuneScape, so fuck him. Fuck his apology. I mean, and... truthfully, they probably don't listen to podcasts because that's XP waste. And yeah. <laughs> that's the big thing nowadays. Like, you cannot waste experience. Yeah, you can't be you can't be running Spotify on your phone while you have old school RuneScape going. Your battery's gonna drain. It's gonna you know, drain. So you... Yeah, it's gonna you gotta drain. You just have old school RuneScape by itself. Anything else is you stare at that fucking tree for fucking fifty hours and only get one (laughs) level, you bitch. Man. (laughs) Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, A funny RuneScape story, just because I like always kind of keep up with uh, stuff going on in the community. But like a big thing nowadays is people will go beyond level ninety nine 
because like mm. the max XP you can get is 200 million, which I think right. is like the equivalent of 50 something 99s. Jesus. It's it's very high, but like one of the top people that uh did smithing and you know, smithing sucks. It still sucks. It's an awful awful skill to train. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy was uh, you know, he was so efficient that like he wore a diaper. Ugh. <laughs> So, he didn't so have... efficient. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's efficiency skate, bro. <laughs> you don't have to go up for bathroom breaks or anything, so you just shit your pants. <laughs> Not wasting a single drop nope. of XP. That's God right. There are these people that's that what... will do it. I mean, they will. They're like all about them high score lists and want to be <sighs> number one. Because as soon as you hit 200 million, you know, you're cemented. Like, whoever hit 200 million XP first is always going to be number one. Like, nobody can ever oh, be above them. So, yeah, that That's guy, uh, yeah, he went crazy and fucking. He's... <laughs> He's probably drowning in puss, man. Like, you know, I got 2 million XP in RuneScape. I was 200, the first to do that. 200, 200 million. million? Fuck, see, I don't even understand the scope of it. Wow. Two million XP, that's like, I don't know, maybe like level I don't I don't want to give a thing, but I wanna say that's like maybe level ninety. Oh, okay. Alright. If that I was gonna say it's probably level sixty seven, which is what I hit. No, that's like a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> maybe a million or so. Maybe a million. I, I, I would say maybe a million, but I don't maybe. know. That's me. I don't know. I don't throwing you know. numbers out. To make myself feel better. I have base 70s in most of my skills on my old Jeez. school account. And that took forever. <laughs> I could not imagine maxing in that game. My god. <sighs> Getting 99 in everything. Let alone 200 million. And it, like there's no benefit to it either. It's just for the flex. Yeah, I was going to say that there had, you know, it's not like maxing out every stat is gonna make your character like you know ascend into godhood to where you're just like invincible or anything you're still just playing the game well sure yeah i mean getting 99s and everything is you know that's like the pinnacle but anything beyond that is just masochism it's just pure masochism like you gotta hate yourself or you gotta really like that game like that cookie clicker and I, oh, I I call it a cookie clicker, and I love RuneScape. I love it. I go back to it every couple of months, you know. I'll see a post and be yeah. like, God damn, that looks really fun. I'll buy a month of membership, and I'll be like, oh my god, why? Yeah, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and you have a diaper on. And <laughs> god, I, I don't think so. I don't think I'm that bad. I don't think I could ever be. I hope I'm never that bad. No offense. <laughs> no offense to the guys that do it. Good on you. Man. But I could not. I just I no. It's hardcore. Do you think they you think there's a brand of diapers out there for grown ass men who play video games too much, you know? No, but they should like make some and then they should sponsor people that play RuneScape or any MMO for that matter to that extent. Because yeah. I'm sure there are people like that in World of Warcraft and you know, yeah. that play it like 20 hours a day and then maybe sleep for four and then get right back on. Yeah, like you would think that those people would would be sponsored by some, you know, some kind of dumb. Yeah, like Depend, d- d- like Depend would want to sponsor them. Yeah, Depends. That's what I was trying to say. And my I think that's like the skewed. official adult diaper. That's probably... Official- <laughs> The official, the official t- diaper of for... <laughs> <laughs> like you log in and it's you know their daily special and then they they have ads for whatever to buy two packs like, get depends. 14 days of membership damn <laughs> i really don't That's mean to they, rag man. on the community i mean if anybody listening to this plays rootscape seriously i get it just yeah. i don't get it get it <laughs> yeah i can i mean i can respect it like i can respect that kind of dedication but you know it, i just haven't found that game that i would 
give up my whole life for and start wearing diapers and you know like just play it 16 yeah. plus hours a day every day for years yeah i just can't do it i don't know if it's like uh that millennial adhd or whatever but i can't like or add or i don't know but i can't like you know focus on one game for a super duper long time i have to i have to rotate it out i have to switch it up i can't can't play the same thing you know oh same or else it gets too old and then like once it gets old my brain files it in that i don't get any pleasure out of this anymore category and then i just never touch it again that was how well classic no was yeah it's it no was good. like i dedicated so much time to it and then it was like one day i'm like why am i still playing this i don't get yeah. any pleasure i'm just doing the same thing every day yeah but some people then... they you know they do get pleasure out of it and good on them i'm glad they do you know you gotta oh, find something sure. that you like and for some people it's an mmo for some people it's music for some people it's murdering people <laughs> do what you love <laughs> The True Crime Podcast, everybody. So <laughs> That's right. Midwest Scumbag <laughs> True Crime pro Podcast from here on out. But we'll only cover true crimes of people who were also like hardcore gamers. So we have to find that weird niche, that weird group that, you know, plays violent video games and commits acts of violence it's rare. It's not, I feel like it's a rare group. It, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's more rare but than anything. <laughs> yeah. But we'll search them out, and we'll talk about them for about an hour yeah. every week. We'll expose That's, them. That is our new mission for the next... <laughs> For the next ten episodes, and then episode twenty, we'll figure out. We'll uh, we'll pivot the podcast again and yeah, something. we'll do like a good mythical morning thing, and just do Ooh. like random shit. You know, we'll cook and I don't know what they do, but they're really popular, so we'll do that next. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, we'll. Uh, I mean, we're definitely a hundred percent. We're gonna pivot into me recording stories and shit because i just really i just want to do that you know i like i like that shit start you know listening to like audiobooks or whatever and just that oral story storytelling you know it uh it hits that core that primal sitting around a campfire with your family and everybody in the tribe and you know the story of some other tribe of bad folks or whatever i don't know i don't know where i was going with that but i'm gonna do that for sure i look forward but to it, it yeah it won't it, it probably won't be on this podcast either because like that's i don't know i feel like our normal listeners don't really you know if you're if you're listening for all of our video game talk then you're not really here to hear the story of the uh the Chinu in northeastern North America, you know, or something like that. Or, uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm underestimating. Maybe there is audience. some overlap. Maybe there is, because I'm into that shit and I have a very successful podcast. So, what? <laughs> so, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, a very right. successful true good? crime podcast. Very successful true crime podcast. Yep. Yeah. We'll have merch. We have <laughs> we have to have merch that's like true crime shit. True crime. Just a shirt, <laughs> a black shirt that says true crime. Just says true crime. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Be ready. That's uh <laughs> twenty twenty two, baby. We're gonna Actually, I don't know. We're, we'll hit, we'll hit episode twenty in twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. One, two, I three. Believe so yeah. Oh yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. I mean, there's fifty yeah. some odd weeks in a year, so. Yeah, yeah. We'll hit it eventually. It'll be next year for sure. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, mark your calendars, people. Mark, mark your calendars. 
Tell your friends. Tell your true crime junkie friends. That's right. This is the podcast. Midwest scumbags. (laughs) At Stitcher.com. At Stitcher. Yeah. Go listen on Stitcher. I don't think liter- I don't think we have one single play on Stitcher, honestly. Probably not. I, 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 don't, I didn't even know what Stitcher was until you told me about it. Yeah, and I didn't find out about it until like a couple years ago when I was in college and I was like, oh, podcasts are a thing. Maybe I'll listen to those. And then, yeah, snowballed from there. And now here I am with an incredibly successful with an incredibly true successful true crime podcast for the ages <laughs> i think we're gonna end it here tonight folks yep on that note <laughs> that's the end of our 10th episode i hope you enjoyed listening come back next week where we're going to uh discuss uh you know probably some other random bullshit topic that we come up with the day that we record this <laughs> probably that's a good yeah 90 percent possibility that that's gonna happen so thank you for listening everybody and you know check out our social medias or or whatever i don't know yeah you look at him i don't want to have the burden of educating you good night yeah (laughs) same yeah it was pretty good